2: Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues and interviews, by
3: students, for students, subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com.
0: Welcome back to The Shortcode Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. Here's some of what we've got coming up for you
4: on today's show.
0: As far as the pandemic and vaccines and misinformation goes, should celebrities use their visibility like Neil has
4: done. It, like I'm sure like their agents are like, well, if you take a stance on this, then you're gonna like half your listeners uh, or like you I know. Consulted whatever.
0: the internet, which suggests that I should come up with the game of Kiss Barry Kill Medical Specialties Edition. <laughs> is,
4: nice. This
3: is great.
0: With me today in the studio to talk about that are my incredible co-hosts, medical students all, including MD PhD student Riley B. and Bush.
3: Hello
2: there.
0: We've got M two, Eric Bozart. Hello. We've got M1 Mallory Kalish. Hi. Did I do that right? No,
2: it's Kalish. God damn it. (laughs) Sorry, I should have said that before. Everyone gets it wrong.
0: (laughs) Kalish. And joining us from the internet, it's M3, Ananya Munjal.
4: Hi, friends.
0: Uh, You may not realize this, but it's National Have Fun at Work Day.
3: Is it? It is. Wow.
4: That's
0: why I've asked you to join me here for a podcast. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's me. It's so unusual. (laughs) You know what? I just want to say something about National Have Fun at Work Day. What a bunch of bullshit! <laughs> National <laughs> Have Fun at Work Day. I mean, do I need to say more? I mean, we have a fun committee. I've told, I've said on the show before, we have a fun committee here in OSAC, and I don't want to make fun of them too hard. I think they do, you know, a nice job, a fun job. But fun and committee don't really go too well together conceptually.
3: This but, is a real thing. Yeah, but they, I've missed that. Yeah, but fun they do.
0: Committee. They do a good job. I will say that it's just not a, a pairing that I, you know really associate with
5: i'm getting a lot of like fight the man vibes dave
0: (laughs) there's a yeah well i mean mean, this me and the whole world right (laughs) (laughs) the the anti-work reddit got shut down this week because supposedly and i i'm not really sure that what i'm about to say is completely accurate but from from reading between the lines anti-work reddit is where you go to complain about work i guess yep
3: that makes sense
0: and uh and it got shut down it was apparently they were interviewed on fox news or one of the moderators was interviewed on fox news and did a terrible 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 job of describing what their their this subreddit was all about to the point where the the whole subreddit got like flooded with complaints and, and from from its members and so they had to they had to shut it down point is point i'm trying to make is <laughs> I can't
3: wait. I can't wait to hear. I really
1: can't wait to hear.
0: (laughs) Okay.
5: The build-up's been
0: the the point the point that I just now thought of is that we're all thinking about not working. We're all thinking about anti work. We're all thinking about, you know, like, you know, how things could be better. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all I have to say. That's it. That's all I got to say. I mean,
3: I feel like there's a lot of push for like workplace fun. And I never find that it's fun. Like, I I don't want to see
2: another Zoom happy hour in my life ever again. Well, yeah. I think maybe we just do it wrong. My older brother's in tech, and I oh, think tech okay. is, like, actually knows how to do it fun. Tell me more. So he would have, like, days where he, they would do mimosa pancakes, and they oh, would, like, go so over cool. to their boss's house, and they'd cook him food, and they'd have a field day, like he did in kindergarten, you know, we just, like, played games all day yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's, he would get paid for that. So I think, like, that's tech okay. can do it right, we, but... Yeah medicine i don't think is there yet
0: well we have a good we have a nice annual retreat which is is sort of half fun half uh half team building and i rather like that sort of thing getting out of the office once in a while i like it how do we feel about
3: forced fun like i don't like things that i have to go to that are also supposed to be fun again maybe a fight the man mentality Mm -hmm. i never find myself being like oh that was really as fun as it could have been had i not been forced into the fun
5: you know what's the it's the the continual argument of the mandatory wellness day, uh, yes. or like, <laughs> we all we're yeah. all like, wellness, <laughs> it's the equivalent in medicine, I yeah. guess.
4: I feel like before workplace fun, we should just do like workplace like needs being met, like workplace like pay me enough, for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And bathroom
3: breaks, and lunch yeah. Yeah. workplace think, proper parental leave. <laughs> I know yeah. for real,
4: yeah.
0: National, give me things I need at work. Derek. Yeah, that's literally
4: that's, National that's give I'm, me the bare, year bare minimum. Year yeah. for
5: yeah. years, mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's meet the bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah
4: should <laughs> be like a like, human. Yeah. <laughs> for seriously, for example like okay this is like devolving but whatever in medicine like why is it that like our residents get like six weeks off from maternity leave and that's like not even close to like what should be I don't know like I've had like friends who have had children and it's like why are we giving women six weeks when like their bodies have like not even begun to heal and you're literally in medicine and because doctors,
0: the system but... would collapse anyway, without, I
4: guess so, without residents, so. right? Um, I would like to argue that our system would collapse if women didn't continue to have, not that every woman should have children, but that's like an important part of the system as well. Good
0: point. So, yeah. But that's, that's, that's a fair that point. That is, uh, that is like far off thinking. That is that is thinking ahead. You know, yeah. we you know we do, we don't do that very well.
3: Yeah, no, we don't. We think about our individual selves. Like I want it, but like I don't want to give it to everyone else. You know, <laughs> 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 like I want six weeks. Like that's probably what all CEOs are saying. Like I want the time off. I don't really want to give it to everyone else because then I like lose money. I don't know how businesses work. I am trying to figure it out. But... How does
0: business work? Asks. <laughs>
3: Asks, asks Riley. Riley Google Google's how do business <laughs> how, do, how, do, how, do, how, do, how do business how <laughs> do and then it's like that's wrong that's
2: not even a question
0: <laughs> Mallory yes welcome to the show oh thank you you're you're co-hosting for the first time so I'm gonna put you on the spot tell me your name and your hometown
2: my name is Mallory Kalish I'm from Buffalo Grove Illinois it's a suburb of Chicago. I went to college at Washington University in St. Louis, where I studied biomedical engineering and psychology.
0: Mm. And when did you first realize you wanted to be a doctor?
2: I want to be a doctor since I realized engineering was not for me. So sorry, guys. Well, no, it's okay, because yeah. I was there too. I did some like work in engineering in undergrad, and I absolutely hated it. I felt really, really far away from the people I was trying to help, and that like was really depressing to me. So I realized I wanted like a lot more face-to-face contact and being able to see the impact I was making instead of sitting in a lab and hoping like in 10 years what I was doing would make a difference so I kind of pivoted to medicine from there.
0: What topic did you find most difficult during your first semester which just ended?
2: The most difficult topic in first semester was trying to be a human on top of being a medical student I think Mm. just like that balance I don't think I figured out how to be an adult before I was also a med student so that was a little rough.
0: Okay let me know when
5: you find the answer.
0: How prepared did you feel coming into medical school?
2: I felt prepared for medical school but I was humbled very quickly
0: nice yeah okay thank you so much and i'm i'm so glad to have you on the show because uh, i love new blood man i i'm like a i'm like a a vampire (laughs) shark i'm a vampire for new for new podcasters
3: that is such an interesting way to say that
0: (laughs) i try to be interesting the whole point uh you guys this week musician neil young pulled his music off of spotify uh, because the rock, the folk rock legend feels that Joe Rogan's podcast is full of vaccine and pandemic misinformation. Uh, young said on his website that he thinks the music streaming service has become a source of misinformation about COVID. He noted that Spotify users are generally young and he thinks they're easier to convince that misinformation is true. And he believes those young users wouldn't believe that Spotify would ever present unfactual information. So this was his way of of pointing out, pointing that out, he he claims that Spotify makes up about sixty percent of his music's streaming audience. And for its part, Spotify says that it's trying to walk a line between the safety of its listeners and creators' free speech, and that it has policies in place for content, and that it's removed about twenty thousand episodes related to COVID nineteen uh, since the start of the pandemic. So, and I should note that the show is available on Spotify. I have nothing, you know, mm. you know that's that's just my my disclaimer. Uh, although we don't get any money for it. <laughs> which hello do you guys want more celebrities to use their vi- visibility like neil young has to combat misinformation
5: i got a question was was it that he pulled his music or i thought there were, maybe i missed maybe i had misinformation about the misinformation yeah that's possible was it i i i guess my initial understanding was that his music was pulled because of com- no the comments okay no so he,
0: he he pulled he put up an open letter On his website to his to his publisher and to Spotify saying, you know, I want my music out of there. That changes the situation. So, yeah, this is something I've often thought of as far as the pandemic and vaccines and misinformation goes is, 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 you know, should celebrities use their visibility like Neil has done to combat this sort of health misinformation? Is it a wasted effort? Should famous people stay in their lanes? Should celebrities allow people to make up their own minds about what's true and what's not? What do you guys what are you guys thoughts about this? Riley looks like she's trying to have thoughts.
3: <laughs> You've given me so many things to think about that I don't even know where to start. Oh, well, then
0: somebody else start.
3: Yes. <laughs> okay, I I think, okay, I think like,
4: I think that, okay, so it sounds like to me that the attempt is to like add some discourse to the matter, like to make something public so that it's like a breaking news story. And I also appreciate that there's somebody that, Is like willing to take like a revenue hit or like some kind of loss, like to their own personal self, in order to like spread that information. I don't know. I I, so I appreciate that. And I think like, you know, any like news that strives to provide, you know, more correct information is great. And I think the point that like Spotify users are young and might not have fully formed opinions is also important. But I don't know that this really. Personally, I don't know that this achieves its effect because I, I I understand that it like forces people to take a closer look, but then it'll be like a transient thing, and I wonder if something a little bit more sustainable. So like. If, for example, like props Neil Young, but what like what if he, you know, instead like wanted to, you know, like not that he should like start his own like counter podcast, counter Joe Rogan podcast. But like I wonder if there's something a little bit more sustainable, like maybe in terms of like legislature, like, you know, like YouTube is not, you know, there's a lot of things that have been under fire. Facebook has been under fire. YouTube has been under fire. But I wonder if there's more sustainable actions that instead of just like like, you know, forcing people to take a look if it goes maybe a step further to try to like counteract that information because like the joe rogan podcast is still on there you know so like even though you're shedding light on it the sources of misinformation are still out there i don't you too
3: that the the listeners of neil young may not actually be the same listeners of joe rogan podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm gonna say like
5: i i almost feels feel like it's
3: off base like i get what he's going for and i do agree that I would have liked more like actionable results because I can totally see in like a couple weeks when like everything's kind of blown over. Yeah. Is he really never gonna put his music back on Spotify ever again? It almost seems like a a miscalculated attempt to achieve something that will eventually like could have been figured out otherwise. Like I yeah. don't, it's I I
2: don't hate it. I think it's cool, but. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also
3: no, go ahead, Mallory. think
2: the average Spotify user, if they're missing the one Neil Young song they find, like, isn't going to go on this wild goose chase to figure out why he took it off. Like, they're just going to be like, oh, that sucks. And then move on to the next song. So I don't really think it's making the impact unless you're like a diehard fan that he really wants. So I'm going to be honest. I did not know this was a thing. Until. I, oh. I did not either. That's this, what I was going to say. This podcast so right
3: now. So... The... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think splash may not splash. have been
5: made. Breaking news here on the short Coat podcast.
3: <laughs> Neil told us himself.
5: I yeah. saw the I saw the Reddit story, and that's that's where my confusion was. But I, it, with these kind of stories, it's always like it. You know, I think you touched on it, where it's like it. There is an attempt at actionable progress, but then ultimately, it's going to end up being a business decision for Neil Young where. Okay, this is going to pass in the news cycle in a week, and then all of a sudden his music's pulled off the platform. And then, okay, now he has to evaluate where there's like, I completely agree, there's not the longevity Mm -hmm. aspect of this. This is going to be short term, this is, and then we're going to forget that this was even a thing, and there's been very minimal progress made
3: Uh i don't hate though the idea of celebrities using their voice for to amplify a common good message like generally and again i think there are some that do it really well and some that do it really poorly for Mm -hmm. the same reason that there are some celebrities that like can apologize really well and some that do it so horribly and everyone kind of knows who those people are i think if you come at it with like a genuine I am interested in this. I truly believe in this. Therefore, I must amplify this message. The everyday common person may also believe and feel that the same, but they don't have the following. So they mm-hmm. do have, in some ways, the benefit of having millions of Instagram followers. They have millions of li- Neil Young has millions of listeners. Like in some ways, having that voice is. I would see it as like a responsibility to say something if I felt so strongly about something. So I could see the trap where you'd fall into as a celebrity where I feel so strongly about this. I also have this massive following. Therefore, I just want to like get that message out as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, we as humans can see where it falls flat, for example, in this case, because you right. don't see that longevity and it doesn't like quite hit the message you're trying to get to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll, I'll believe in this. I mean, first of all, Neil Young has or probably made his millions in the past anyway. So, you know, maybe he's just like, you know, I, I feel strongly about this. The downside for me is negligible. I'm going to use my platform because I'm not going to really miss the, you know, 10 cents I get from Spotify every month for my, because Spotify doesn't really pay all that well. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be even more support supportive of this idea when, you know, like BTS does it or, or, you know, any number
5: of yeah Taylor Swift. Yeah. 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 And it's just Neil Young, the impact. <laughs> well, is... I just think that, you know, maybe,
0: you know, he, he had the luxury perhaps of, of making it, taking a stand on it. It would be even more impressive if somebody who had more to lose took a stand on it. Not that, mm-hmm. I mean, Maybe that's the wrong way of thinking about it. I mean, the fact that he took a stand, I think, is is, is admirable, even if it's a short... Even if the effects are short, mm-hmm. the immediate effects are of short duration.
2: I just... I guess I don't really understand who he's going for in terms of trying to like change the opinion, because I feel like at this point in the pandemic, like if you're not listening to the world's leading health experts, like I don't necessarily think like hearing it from Neil Young is going to change your mind. (laughs) This Um, is,
0: this is what I thought early on. Like where is, where are the, and I've said it on the show, where are the, you know, the celebrity endorsements where, where is the public service, the, 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 the PR campaign, where are these tools that we know can have an impact, you know. It just what didn't it didn't seem to be in evidence in the first half of the of the pandemic, and even now it's still not done well. I mean, you don't see like like in World War Two, you know, they were like, you know,
5: go to the front and you know, be patriotic, and you know, how much of it was just not expecting the general public to come at the pandemic with all of a sudden nobody's believing modern science and distrusting your physician thinking that they're not making the choices that are in your best interest yeah but once that was clear right um,
4: i was going to pivot sorry were you gonna say nope, go ahead. okay well i was gonna say on the topic of kind of what we're talking about and like maybe the best way to like spread this message if it's not Neil Young as you know one man band. Uh, did you guys see that on the topic of Joe Rogan as well? Did you see that like recently? I don't watch Joe Rogan. I need to like make that very clear. <laughs> but I do look at the Apple News things that pop up on my laptop. And I think it was like a couple weeks ago. There was like he like kind of got like disproven on his show. Did you guys see this headline at all? I'll just sum it up. So Joe Rogan famous vaccine misinformation spreader was talking about how the risk of myocarditis after the vaccine is like greater than the risk of myocarditis from actually getting COVID, like trying to like say that people shouldn't be getting it. And he was specifically talking about like in young men. And like on a show, it's like live and everything and like somebody, I can't remember who it was. It was just like gorgeous australian man with a gorgeous australian accent <laughs> but
1: and he we know tells me, exactly
0: who it is What more? yeah what what really what more he's do like you need some, to know about this person
4: exactly and he's like some broadcaster but anyway he like just on the show was like actually it's not true and then it, like he looked it up and it, it, he made joe rogan look stupid basically and i was like i was like thinking like okay like this is like ideal because like this is the joe rogan audience that is like always like you know like listening to this misinformation and like this is the exact target audience that is now being like oh shit like this is like sorry this is like maybe you know maybe like this person that like just like in like live like right now on like live tv whatever it is podcasting um so i feel like that i don't know i I know we can't just like always be doing this because it's like in live time so there's no way to like yeah get our scientists into like joe rogan's office or like on whatever news media i mean we've tried it all but like i felt like that was a moment where i was like this is ideal because it's the target audience that is being misinformed that is like having an opportunity to see that maybe this person is not, you know, a scientist obviously and is like very likely spreading misinformation.
0: I wonder what the uh, legal implications would be of of a simultaneous Joe Rogan uh, live stream versus the live stream of the same material but with with us uh, fact or people fact-checking fact checking him.
3: I feel like what are they going to do? Sue us, us into the ground. Yeah. I'll get another call from the university yeah, attorney. I mean, it seems like, like you have a... great university attorneys behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to know what you do. They want to see how you are. Like
5: it's such a bummer. Like I, I will admit that I I don't add like I don't continually listen to Joe Rogan, but like I like listening to him when because he, he's you know, he was a stand he, when he, he is he's a stand not up talking about yeah. like yeah. modern talk to- like news topics yeah. like it's oh, oh it's, i think it's hilarious yeah. i like i enjoy his guests if you're a tom segura fan if you're a bert kreischer fan you know they're, they're they've they got the sober october stuff that in which you could argue i mean they're talking about their own health at that point but it's less of a misinformation campaign mm-hmm. but then you get him talking about the vaccine and COVID, and then it's just downhill from that i mean i
3: think there's something really admirable again i'm not gonna like out be out here defending what he's doing but i do find myself drawn to podcasts not just his but that are people that don't like that are willing to have conversations with like a whole host of people Mm -hmm. the problem that you run into now is that he himself has like had these conversations and, like, most people are not getting the full breadth of the conversation. Yes. So now, the instead of what, listening to the two-and-a-half-hour podcast, you might listen to the part of the podcast in which he's talking about vaccine misinformation, missing any additional context. Mm-hmm. And now it's in the media because there are news stories about it. So I think with each news cycle, you get further from the truth. By no means am I saying he's not also spreading misinformation right. in his two-and-a-half-hour show. But...
0: It gets more attention than yeah. maybe right. some of the other right. things.
3: Which, yeah, I'm sure there is a part of him, too, that's Basically like, sucks get, the air out of the yeah. room
0: for in, in favor of, you know, just that thing that he
3: says Exactly. Right. So yeah. I think yeah. there's definitely, like, a bigger kind of talk to be had, which is, like, our attention spans mm-hmm. can't even listen to a two-and-a-half-hour podcast to right. like... Listen to what he's saying. I'm just
5: going to listen to that clip of him saying some clip. inflammatory statement. And I'm going
3: to believe him because he mm-hmm. does two and a half hour podcasts and that's got to be like a decently smart person to be able to sit for two and a half hours and stay focused.
5: Should we be
0: saying two. inflammatory things on the show to get attention?
3: I think we should. What What's,
0: inflammatory thing should we say?
3: Uh, Birds uh, or drugs. Global warming is fake. <laughs> uh, sugar. Bad. Very bad. Sugar is bad for you. Uh, <laughs> that's just true though.
0: Pupp- so, that's just bad. I, I, I hate puppies that shit in blankets in my living room
3: that's fair though Dave Etler says puppies should die that is what the, news- the newspaper is going to pick up <laughs> <laughs> you-
4: <laughs> you're gonna get like a cease and desist like from the puppies Dave or from your university lawyers for,
0: for our listeners uh, I'm referring to my- I'm, I, I'm referring to um Eric's story that we heard before uh, the show. Go ahead, Eric.
5: Our our youngest puppy, love him to death. His name's Tucker. Can be a little bastard sometimes. He, long story short, we thought we turned the corner with potty training. We did not. Found the area in our living room where he had been. You guys uh, were away. We were away at a wedding, and we came back to find where he had been pooping in our living room. And oh. it wasn't just one. It was... It like was, a week's worth of crap. It, it was it was oh, a lot of wow. crap. <laughs> yeah. He has since turned the corner, but that was when we thought that that was happening. That's awesome. Thank. <laughs> we were living puppies are bad. Puppies, yep. are bad. puppies are bad. Puppies are evil. That'll be the, That'll that's be
4: what, the, yeah, the, title the title of it. this show. I know.
5: <laughs> you heard it here, I folks.
4: Think, I think you need something like yeah,
3: definitely catch your Or you could like just say short coats title. love Joe Rogan. Just. See <laughs> Shortcuts defend Joe Rogan. I am not defend, defending no. him. I want it to be very clear. I don't love everything he says.
0: I'm gonna take your words and edit them, edit <laughs> them together
3: and cut it to say I love Joe Rogan. God, I'm it's glad literally I'm just me, me show from anymore. other podcasts saying things like "love." He is best. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Well, what else do we want to say about this topic?
3: I don't know what to do about it. That's the hard part. It's like, I've never understood the free speech versus what the hell do we do about misinformation? I don't have enough brain space to dive deep into like what ethically is right. If we can even say ethically because like free speech is simply just like an American law. Like, I don't get it. I don't know what to do. Somebody tell me what we should do.
5: Yeah. I don't understand the celebrity mindset about things like that. Like it I understand that this is a continual problem that we've had, especially since the pandemic has started, where misinformation has been a continual theme. But it seems like it's been such a Newsweek cycle problem where every couple of weeks something new comes up. And I'm like, it's such a weird hill to die on. Like, okay, you're gonna I'm Neil Young, I'm gonna pull my music it's going to last, you know, one or two news cycles and like i i feel like i've done something where you know, i'm sure that there are other so if i'm become rich famous for doing so i don't know, but i if i were to do a political or a charitable action, i would hope that it would be more of a long term uh-huh. thing. you know, i would, you know, have a have a charity that you're campaigning for continually or you know, something like, I don't know, the the United States Citizens Against Misinformation campaign or some, something like that, you know, like something that you could back and could make long-term change?
4: I think it's 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 just hard because our, like, I think, like, until, like, maybe very recently and maybe not even now, like, I think even, like, our representatives did not all agree that this was, like, the right thing to do. So I think it's hard when you're, like, if like my state governor says you should get vaccinated, you know, and like, this was like the whole thing about like a year, I mean, a year ago. And again, like maybe even persisting until today. So I wonder if it's like, I think like, it's hard when like a celebrity says something and then like they get back. I think, I wonder if it's also just like economic, like we were kind of talking about, like, if there are people that like maybe it's hard to talk about celebrities, not being able to afford a loss, but you know, like, if like there are people that like will take a substantial hit, I wonder i know that that's a part of it like i'm sure like their agents are like well if you take a stance on this then you're gonna like lose like half your listeners or like you know whatever it is because everything is so like nothing is just about polarizing
0: everything's yeah yeah
4: everything's and it's just there's no like there's no room for just like yeah there's no room for the gray i feel like everything is just
5: you know what my problem is
4: you're taking a side just by like you know endorsing something
5: Listeners,
0: if you ask us a question, it means that I don't have to make something up to talk about on the show. And the show becomes what you want it to be. So send your questions to theshortcoats at gmail.com or leave a message at 347-SHORT-CT. We'll talk about it on the show.
5: You know what my problem is? I don't have strong enough feelings to take a stand on an <laughs> issue like this. To be like, yeah, I'm going to pull my saw. It. Yeah, that's what the show
0: asks you to do, which is take <laughs> a- have an opinion about things that you might not even care about.
4: Yeah. That's fine. I really, I mean, in in thinking about, I think like Riley had said, like I don't know, like what is the answer to this, or somebody had said. And in thinking about it, I feel like, I mean, I I enjoy writing and I enjoy reading. So I think like the answer to like younger people who are like maybe like the you know the most likely to be misinformed is more of this like popular science reading. I don't know, do you guys like read like when like like if there's like new research published, like they'll they'll catch a couple of those like new things being published and like turn it into like what they call like popular science articles and like, yeah. that's what yeah. has been like New York Times. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is, that might be like the solution. Cause I feel like right now it's like Joe Rogan types are all like, Oh, this article came out and this article came out and nobody outside of science really knows what any of that means. But when I like read something like that's written super well in like the Washington Post or New York Times, I'm like, wow, like I can follow the science. And like, this is, you know, evidence proven and peer reviewed and like, a, you know, a real source. And I feel like I don't know. I almost feel like for me, if I'm like doubtful of something, or if I want to know more about, you know, a topic that is more, you know, relatable than just like Googling and like looking in the Reddit threads for like published papers or whatever. And I'm putting up the air quotes. Well,
0: I I think, you know, one problem with that is that science journalism in the, in, in this country is, it's actually kind of terrible. Um, at least for many publications, you know, there isn't, you know, we, we, science journalists aren't, Really well educated on science, and so they don't understand, or they don't properly convey, you know, the the nuances of a study. So you get, you know, you sort of get clickbaity mm-hmm. headlines mm-hmm. like, you know, you get the public... doctors tell you to cut out this one yeah. food,
3: and you'll lose, yeah. and you'll 10, lose ten pounds, pounds right. you know. yeah. or, or ten.
5: <laughs> you just start getting,
0: into or ten thousand pounds, and you'll, <laughs> 10, become pounds. <laughs> you'll become negative.
3: <laughs> Irrelevant.
0: That's that's how that works.
3: Yeah, I think. I'm starting to realize this now and I think we all get to a point in medical school in which we realize that oh it's hard to go back to thinking the way we did before we knew like this wealth of information Mm -hmm. and one thing that I've realized a lot which is a lot of these problems are based on the fact that nobody really knows what statistics are and what they do Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. because a lot of misinformation stems from oh, the vaccine has X, Y, Z chance of X, Y, Z, terrible disaster happening. And for the public who has not gone through rigorous biostatistics training, you're not going to realize that like, oh, yeah, almost everything has like a small chance because statisticians will never say there is or isn't the like 100% 100% chance of a possibility of something happening. So oh. statisticians will always leave the, we're 99% sure yeah. that the vaccine works. We're 99% sure that this medication will help you. They will never say with rigor that like, or they will say with rigor, they just won't say with certainty like this will happen. But to the public who really wants black and white, yep. you've ruined their brains. Well, to the, say that there is a yeah. small chance that something might Something terrible really might happen. That's all you see here.
0: I think the best example of this for me is the, uh, you know, such and such an intervention doubles the chances of this. When what that really means is it went from, you know, 0.1 to 0.2.
5: Yeah,
3: exactly. Mm -hmm. And Uh, so, I don't know. I I mean, I just this week realized, and I'm like in a PhD. I should not still be here learning statistics. I'm taking a (laughs) statistics class you guys might know this when you're looking at a graph you look at the standard deviation bars and you might like try to see if they overlap and then you if they overlap you're like not statistically significant mm-hmm. like can i get some nods yeah yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, yes. yeah that's totally not true that is absolutely <laughs> 1000 percent false for all you short coders out there apparently you cannot use your standard deviation bars to tell whether something's statistically significant if they do or do not overlap i was about to say are, have, we,
5: have we thing? triggered your PTSD for biostats?
3: <laughs> uh, it's just... not even PTSD. It's current. <laughs> it's current PhD trauma. HD. Yeah. Oh, it's, PHD. I'm
5: sorry. It's it's current. Current. I apologize. And so
3: I think if I myself, after thousands, what feels like thousands of years of school, still don't fully understand biostatistics, I don't blame the common citizen of the U.S. for not getting it to a point where they can make logical decisions about their health and what they shouldn't shouldn't do I think so the,
5: I think kind of extrapolating on that too is the fact that like you hear people on the news, you hear your prominent uh figures, physicians talking in these, you know, they they condense all that information into something that sounds like an absolute statement. But you correct. have to also realize yeah. that the second they a physician or a medical scientist starts talking in absolutes the science that they're working with probably is flawed
3: yeah but yeah. fauci couldn't have gotten up there and said hey we are 80 percent sure that masks right. will stop the spread he can't get up there because the common american is going to hear 80 percent chance and say oh well 20 percent chance it's not going right. to i'm not going to wear it like that's, that's where the, the
5: dichotomy well, comes in like,
3: yeah you have to put them in this position which now I'm just mad that we're ever put in that position to have to take that Mm -hmm. stance. But I I also like, and kind of going back to
4: something we were saying earlier about how, I I don't know. I I think like we, you know, people say like, trust the doctors, trust the science. I I mean, I don't, I I get the logic behind that. Obviously like these people who made this vaccine, the people who are endorsing it, Dr. Fauci, like these are people that obviously have been studying this longer than any of us and we should. But I also like understand the fear and I understand like why people won't. And that's why I, I don't know that we like, and I know like we were just like, you know, doing what we could in the moment. And by we, I mean, definitely not me. These I feel like the people were doing the best they could. But I think, and again, like we've talked about it before, like even on this podcast, about like CDC back and forth. And again, it's all like the best that, you know, they knew at the moment. But I do feel like there was, I feel like we could and still can do a better job explaining these things. Like, you know, when you're in like a doctor's appointment and like, the, like you know, like I, I remember, like when I was a kid and I was in a pediatrician's office. Like when somebody just explains something to you, like you're because you are five, they explain it like you are five. But it like it helps, you know. Like it helps when like doctors, the best doctors that I've seen and have like been around now that like core year is over, have done like such a good job breaking things down and like actually taking the time to like explain anything. Like it could be like what is a colectomy and like what will this like procedure look like and like breaking it down, drawing the diagrams. And I feel like people like, I think the more educated you are, the more you forget that people don't know what you think is like the bare minimum. And so while I think that, yeah, obviously we should trust the doctors, all the people trust everyone that has more education. I also feel like we could continue to do a better job. Like there's still people that are like, we don't know. We don't know what MRNA is to us. It's like so basic, but obviously Mm -hmm. like somebody that has not studied science at all, hasn't taken like a high school bio class, doesn't know like, what is RNA? What is MRNA? Like, what is a vaccine even doing? You know? And like, I mean, I'm studying for like step one right now and I can like barely tell you the molecular level. It's like, how about, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, and so I'm thinking like, it took me so long just to learn that. And I feel like we can continue to do a better job explaining what's actually happening. And I think that is part of fighting the misinformation instead of just like getting frustrated that people are not trusting science, like scientists, which is, I get frustrated as well. But I think it's just important to remember I that. I mean,
3: doctoring is teaching, doctor. Yeah, 100%, yeah. that's like the number one. Uh, right. That is it. And I yeah. think we're never really taught how to distill really complicated ideas into right. simple ideas—that's not like part of yeah. I feel like I, get, I feel like,
0: like the sum total of what I've mm-hmm. heard about this is don't use jargon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And yeah. I don't know if yeah. I mean, it, it's that's not the whole the no, whole story, I, is yeah. it?
3: It's not even just jargon. It's actually taking the time to ask what is your understand like. Yeah. Ask them what they know because mm-hmm. you also don't want to mm-hmm. talk to someone like at a at a level that they actually know way more about, and so. I uh, again this now one problem has bled into the other problem which is doctors don't have enough time with their patients and we could yeah. probably continue to find every other problem to like the base problem. Yeah, let's
0: just keep this going until we get to like <laughs> humans are dumb.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and so I would I would personally like I would love if I had 20 minutes every patient I will ever see in my life yeah. to like actually yep. sit down and teach them what is happening in their bodies. So, maybe I'll make that for myself.
0: All right.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. Shortcoats, if you're enjoying our conversation today, I'd be grateful if you'd let people know by posting a story on Instagram or Facebook or tweeting about us. And don't forget to tag us in your post.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Once again, folks, I admit that I had trouble finding time to actually write for today's episode. So in a panic <laughs> this morning, I consulted the internet, which suggested I should come up with the game of Kiss, bury, Kill. Medical Specialties edition.
4: Oh, nice. This is great. Oh, oh, boy. This is very like B Day appropriate. We're getting into it's true. Valentine's Day is coming up.
0: Kiss, Mary, kill your specialty. Okay. When it's your turn, you will pull a specialty from that cup there on the and I will I will help you out, Ananya. When Thank it's you. when it comes to your turn. Since you're on the internet. And everyone gets to weigh in on the all-important Kiss Mary Kill question. But the first thing that needs to happen is that the specialty, you, the person drawing the specialty may not simply say what the specialty is. That's too easy. You must get the others to guess what specialty you've drawn, and you may only actually say two words. Also, you cannot say the specialty name or derivative words in the name or any of the forbidden words, and you cannot use the name of a doctor you know in that specialty. Or a disease that they treat.
3: Doctor, I know would not help anyone. I, yeah. Nor do I know doctors.
0: So let's give this a try, Eric. Why don't you go first?
5: Oh, good Lord. Okay.
4: I want to make sure. Did, did you say good luck to yourself?
5: <laughs> no. I said good lord.
4: Oh, try not to
5: good Okay, luck, so I've got the specialty, and then these are the forbidden words that I can't say. Yes. Oh.
0: And don't forget, you know, you can't use a disease or anything like that.
2: So we're just stereotyping specialties, is what you're asking us to do. I
0: love this, uh, Mallory. We need to have a little talk about not telling, not telling Dave secrets.
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry.
4: <laughs> 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 Wait, so are we? Are we like so? Now Eric's gonna say if he would kiss Mary or kill. No, this. he's
0: gonna start by 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 getting you guys to guess the specialty, and then okay, we will okay.
5: do. Okay, so I've got two words. Yeah, to work with mothers. What
3: would you, Ian? Okay. That was, well done. That, was, <laughs> that wasn't a forbidden word.
0: That was not a forbidden word. I, okay. W- hey, look, I can I literally was typing this when Mallory came
5: I out. This. I love this. I love this. Okay, so Obi Okay. So are we so we're kiss, marry, yeah. kill? Sure.
0: I don't know what, what for what yeah you can work together you can discuss you discuss basically
5: I have not been on my OBGYN rotation yet so I have I have very little experience Okay you can go with it's your easy. your you can go
0: with your understanding of it now and you know I'm not going to like it, this isn't going to be like disqualifying you from a future practice <laughs> in OBGYN
5: I apologize to all the OBGYN specialists that might be interviewing me should I go down the OBGYN <laughs> yeah route I don't know I I would probably say I don't know enough about obi to say that I'd kill obi I would. It's not. It's not up there on my I kiss. Like I. I would. I want to experience obi but I don't think that that's what I'm gonna.
3: All right. If by pursue. want, do you mean you have to experience Obi-Gan? <laughs> <Well, laughs> <Well, laughs> well, if yeah, you're forced. All you, all out. Out. You, <laughs> you,
5: you will be
0: forced to kiss
3: obi Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> I mean,
4: I think you made the right decision. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not full on like ob is what I want to do but like mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of inter- interesting aspects about you know ob that I think that I'll enjoy and part of it's because I'm you know thinking peds so like there's an element of that as well 100%. but it, it's the kind of the other end of that kind of mm-hmm. specialty so
3: yeah yeah I love it
0: what do you guys think
3: I'd probably marry ob oh, crazy oh, really? I know I don't know what I want to do but I think right now it's my top choice okay so i'm gonna marry it it's like a marriage at first, love at first sight marriage at first sight 90 mm-hmm. day fiance whatever those Mar- shows are if marriage at first sight <laughs> is a thing
0: 90 day fiance, i'm
1: gonna
3: fiance i'm gonna marry i'm gonna marry it
2: at first sight
1: okay 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 wow i
0: love
2: it mallory i also think marry right now it's the special day i think i want to go into ah. obviously i have no idea what i'm actually gonna do with my life you can always but, get a divorce yeah <laughs> Can I, like, take it on a date? Is it, like, a, can I do, like, a soft? I know that's not really an option. No, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that would
0: go along with kiss, you know.
2: Okay, okay. sure. I'll give it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. All right, Riley, why don't you pick one?
4: Okay.
3: Car crash. Emergency. Yeah, yeah I was going to go ED. nice that was a good one thank you i couldn't do trauma stitches urgent or specific diseases originally i was gonna say broken arm but then i thought you guys say you guys would say ortho.
5: oh you could go ortho yeah so is
3: really good (laughs) yeah uh em yeah i'm probably gonna kill em i'm sorry i respect it i could see myself enjoying it if i just wanted like a super fast-paced lifestyle i Mm -hmm. can't do the research I would like to do, you can't do it in EM. Therefore, I think it's pretty, yeah, pretty outside the realm of what I would do. Also, I'm an anxious person. EM sounds yeah. pretty bad for anxiety, but so does delivering babies. So <laughs>
4: <laughs> also, true.
5: also true. Any, uh, any
0: thoughts about that?
4: I really I so I our courier did not involve like a dedicated ED elective but I think mm-hmm. for almost every specialty we were in the emergency room and I loved it I don't think I would marry it because I think like that like Riley was saying it's I think I prefer a little bit more like longevity but I I love being in the ED and actually ED positions have like phenomenal lifestyles because they're like on one week and then not or they work like 14 days a month essentially so you really get to like if you have hobbies I think that's great because you get mm-hmm. to do your hobbies
3: the pace is fun the like pace Pace of an ed you walk in and it's just like something
4: different all the time i i really enjoyed it i liked it i think personally i would kiss it
5: i'm pretty excited about it because like ananya said so the core year rotations just changed and so we have i think i'm trying to remember when i have i think mine's like right before we get married in june so i've got that like right up to that and it's two weeks in the ed i'm looking forward to it yeah I, i think again not on my top I think it, it would be a kiss for me as well where you want to like I want to try it I want to get exposed to it got to see that lifestyle and then
4: yeah
5: probably I think everyone
4: should I, like I'm sad we didn't get I, I know we probably can do a two-week if we <clears> want to but I think every doctor should have done something in the ED you know some exposure
5: it always seems like, that we produce yeah. quite a few people that go into emergency med too I, oh, yeah. I don't know if it's RED ED specifically or the physicians that work in there but it always seems like a lot of people come out of our program
2: wanna right. do EM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mallory? I have nothing else to
3: add.
0: Well then it's your turn to pick from oh. the cup o oh, specialty.
3: I saw it, therefore I won't be guessing. Oh, I'm sure. sorry. No, that was my fault. I don't know why I did that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can I name a person that's not like a physician doctor? Huh? Ooh,
5: can I take a guess? What? Just based on that statement? You keep it to yourself. If, you, if you want,
0: <laughs> if you want to write it down on a piece of paper to prove that you are right, that's fine.
5: I'll keep it. I'll keep it. Well, but I'm willing to trust you.
2: Okay, I'll just oh, whatever. I could do it now. Um, currently studying.
5: Oh, I 100 percent got this right.
2: <laughs> what? You can say it now, right? Those are my two words.
3: Neurosurgeon.
5: I wasn't going yeah. surgeon. I was just going neurology. Yeah. Okay. It was hundred percent thinking. It was
4: Simpla. Dr. Sipla, absolutely. Yeah,
2: oh nice, <laughs> yep. nice. Sorry, I don't... So
0: so your your response to the kiss Mary Kill
2: I question. Actually do have a really great relationship with Dr. Sipla, so I'm not gonna say kill. But currently <laughs> I am like knee deep in memorizing a bunch of neural tracks, so it's not my favorite. Mm. But I don't know if that's actually what neurologist actually does. So
0: So you're you're uh, you're you're kissing Neurology. I'm kiss
2: we're, we're in like a little bit of a fight, but we're, we're kissing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's <right>. a love hate. <laughs> sounds, sounds
4: toxic, Mallory.
2: Right? Yeah, it does sound yeah. like a toxic relationship. <laughs> I'll be out of it in around three weeks. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: She's got a timeline for the end of this relationship.
2: Having
4: done the neuro rotation, I think I agree with you kissing it. Such a
0: great out of context thing to. <laughs> thing to I know
4: I know <laughs> you're kissing it and leaving it in three weeks no I think like the high so like I think I'm mostly thinking of stroke week right now but there's a lot of mm-hmm. different parts of neuro there was like a lot of like really good highs like when you're like in when you're like rounding in like the snicky, which is like the neurosurgical ICU and like you have a patient; they like get better, and they like treat them, or like somebody comes in acutely. Like this is like an emergency room situation, and they like give them like the clot busters, and they like get better immediately. It's, it's like amazing, and then this mm-hmm. is like the crux of like neuro is just like you see the deficit, and then you like see them, you know, get you return to their baseline. But then like the lows are just so low, like having mm-hmm. to like round on patients with like no function, like can only move their eyes, you know, all of that. So, I think it was really cool to see it, but I don't think that I have the emotional capability to. Marriott.
5: I need more kills out here.
3: <laughs> I know.
5: I was I, I was sitting. You guys are I being. I feel
3: like a nano. You know what you're going to go into. I think you got to kill everything. You're not going into. <laughs> I'm gonna, I,
4: I, Let's see what Dave gives me. But I have a couple that I would kill. So okay. we'll,
5: we'll see. We'll see. I would kill neurology. I apologize, Sipla, oh, You're wow. listening. <laughs> I apologize. You know I love you, but this is this is not my specialty. <laughs> Sipla, uh, Sipla won't hold it against you. No, I. I because well, you guys know my situation, of I had that was when I had my concussion. I was in the middle of our oh, neurology yeah. portion Oof. of MOHD4. I on the nose, I, was, I did not do well in neurology in the first place. Yeah, but simple is the coolest guy, so I always feel bad. I'm like, <laughs> I
3: <laughs> you feel bad every time someone asks if you're gonna kill neurology, yeah, every, like it, it's happens. an
5: inevitability. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. here's my question uh,
0: for you, and this will determine the the. The ongoing nature of our relationship. Will do kiss Miller carry. Kiss, <laughs> kiss, kiss.
5: Kiss. Miller Kiss. Carrie. Dave, are you having a stroke? I'm, I'm
3: not I'm on my ready. Dave. I probably
5: am having <laughs> a stroke. Ready.
0: Kiss, marry, or kill administrative services coordinator. <laughs> no. We
4: can't do this. We go here, Dave. What?
0: All right. I'm going to show you. You guys Actually, don't like you I guys turn away.
4: Okay, I would marry Dr. Rahal. I I would just put that out there. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's, that's my answer.
0: That's that's fine. Here we go.
4: Okay, I can say, compliment cascade.
5: Oh, good lord, rheumatology. <laughs> no. Oh no 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 complement cascade.
3: Complement like e clement e e. e. Mm-hmm. Is it hematology?
5: Yeah, I was gonna go hematology.
4: Not hematology. Is it, is it immunology? Yeah, immunology.
5: Oh, okay.
4: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, that was maybe. Maybe I'm just like too much in step right now. I was thinking this was <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking. I was. It was. It's allergy and immunology. Okay. Um, I would. Is this like I can only marry one person, or I can have like multiple? Oh yeah, you marriages? can. You can
0: it, yeah, this is definitely a polygamy.
4: Oh, for sure, I would marry this. 100%. Situation. I loved allergy immunology. It was actually like maybe top two top three rotations i think i love that oh really oh yeah it was really fun um you get to it's like every okay first of all i love you, you guys are talking about i don't know if it was on or off the podcast about liking the inpatient versus the outpatient i mm-hmm. love the outpatient i love a clinic and so the clinic days are really nice it's i think i also just love the doctor dr dowden if she's she's probably not listening but obsessed <laughs> she's the best of course she's um, listening
0: of course she well, is she's
4: listening i was under this but yeah it's just like you get a really good mix of people who come in like acutely you get a lot of people that like have been like documented with like some kind of like penicillin some some kind of allergy and you get a lot of pregnant people or maybe that's just her clinic but um you get a lot of pregnant people who like have G, like gbs or something and they like uh, need to take penicillin but they can't do it so you get to like gbs the gram b oh. strep yeah so like you have I only to like know gbs
0: for. On barre syndrome mm-hmm. so I was
1: like
4: oh yeah yeah sorry groupie strep and so like at 36 weeks you have to like test to see if you have to like give them penicillin or not essentially and yeah so if they have a documented like penicillin allergy then you have to figure out if that's real or not so you get to like do the testing and like watch the you know urticaria happen or not happen like the if they have hives or not yeah and then you see and you get some people that are like have chronic like iga deficiency some kind of like immune deficiency and you can like treat them chronically and I, I really liked it the clinic days are really fun yeah what
0: do you guys think they- yeah So you're gonna you're gonna marry.
3: I'm gonna marry. Okay, it's already taken. You guys say that
5: again. You can have it.
3: I'll kiss it. It's. I don't have enough to like kill it. It's seems fine. Okay, you've given a great description of it.
5: Yeah, (laughs) I think I would kiss it as well. But I enjoy things more from the other side. Like I enjoy immunology, but I enjoy more from like an infectious disease standpoint of like the microbe portion, like. What are you fighting? That kind of deal?
2: Yep. I know nothing about it, but it seems (laughs) kind of boring. (laughs) Like, I don't really understand the variety that you'd get in it. And I guess, like, if that's something that you want, that's great. But I feel like. Like the bread and butter is just like kind of all you see there. Do, so I don't do know. Can we tell
5: her that that's what's coming up next for
4: her? Dude, I was going to say, Mallory, the class was like my worst class ever. Like it was, I did not understand it. It was the worst, but then the clinic was awesome. So I don't know what that
5: said. So, uh,
0: uh, next do person, Erica, you want to pick another one?
5: Sure. Do you want one, David? No. no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Hmm. Largest organ.
2: Dermatology. Yeah, there you
0: go. So dermatology, Kiss me or. I th- I think for me I would love to marry dermatology
5: mm.
0: because of the lifestyle but I would also like to dally on the side <laughs> with another specialty because you know it sounds kind of boring rashes
3: you want to have an affair with
0: I want to have an aff- I want, you want to have you want a to steamy <laughs> a steamy affair an open relationship an open... with i don't know like what's an uh, i, I want to have a steamy affair with pathology
3: no <laughs> nothing steamy about pathology absolutely nothing steamy about pathology okay you
5: could go you... down the derm path though isn't that what uh that yeah. seems very
3: path focused yeah they seem true. like they would be honestly you got you guys could probably be in a in a threesome
0: I just okay. A throuple. I just, a throuple. That's I was, throuple.
3: That's the word I was looking for. Nice. <laughs> so a couple yeah. is what I meant. I was just thinking that <laughs> threesome marriage.
0: I, you know, I'll, Much of what I have to go on when I would, if I were to pick a specialty, is just just the sort of the lifestyle issues. I don't know a damn thing about you know cascading compliments or whatever the hell. But you know, like I really like what I hear from people who have gone into pathology, mm-hmm. and and I just I have said it on the show before. It's 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 one of the it's one of those sleeper specialties yeah. for me.
5: You you were talking before the show about your like guilty pleasure and the fixing engine videos. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I like to watch <laughs> uh, yeah. I like to
0: watch car videos and and small engine repair videos. This
5: is something I hate about myself, but my newfound guilty pleasure is the the popping. Yeah. Videos. Oh nice. Uh, I go, go right
0: wreck. right past those. So. Oh god. It's a So train I didn't wreck. think of that, but that's another good reason to kill. <laughs> That's a, that is a good reason to kill dermatology.
5: There's something so satisfying
0: about just the. On the other hand, I mean, built in social media content. True. Right 100%. there. 100%. Uh, what what do other people think about
4: dermatology? Okay, you're divorcing it because I'm marrying it. I'll go first. What is with <laughs> <No>. you? <laughs>
3: Again, it is a polygamous lifestyle that we live here. We don't have to look, no, you can look, all look, if marry. If your objection is to um, living
0: if your objection is to living is to living with me, which is a perfectly valid objection.
4: <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Uh, no. that's fine. Um, we can live in separate houses.
4: I push back. Dermatology is not boring. I think it gets a bad rep because outpatient like I think like when people go to a dermatologist maybe or if, what they've heard or like pimple popper it's not like I, I expected my derm rotation to be like acne and psoriasis and it was so cool there's like so much like infectious disease there's so mm-hmm. much like cool history you have to take It's so much allergy immunology it's it's like on, and also it's a very like systemic specialty like you have to really consider like every aspect of the patient history and every like you know Every other family history they have, every other like condition they might have. We're
0: we're we're busting stereotypes Absolutely. today. Absolutely, <laughs> that's what this was all of. This was that was what was in my head.
2: Yeah, when as you I started off with this. the lifestyle, can I um <laughs> say why I would kill a dermatologist that may like yeah. kind of go against? I don't have really good skin, so I feel like I can't be a dermatologist because uh, how do my patients trust me? Interesting. Because so like, you uh, have a beautiful presence, I would trust uh, you. Uh, but like, if but I what show if up with like it?
3: pimples and then like, ugh. but what if you take it? Okay two things one you could be it would the be cool awesome is
0: you could be like see this that's yeah, what you have
3: exactly. <laughs> you get to be like i'm the cool dermatologist we're all in this together also you yeah. can take your bad skin and you can make it beautiful and then your your own case study you show yeah. them
2: True. You, you show in them the your empathy. before photo as your yeah. skin so i could right just buy really them. expensive skincare and make it like a work Yeah, I mean, yeah you got to become I mean, a dermatologist
3: first to skin, like, expensive
2: skincare which is the problem I you need the
3: <laughs> money for yeah. the expensive skincare just like wait
5: wait wait i think i have one of those Let like
3: let me show you i think also
4: like you probably have so much empathy because i don't know i feel like one thing that people say about dermatologists is like oh like it's so superficial it's not like think about like how much it sucks like when i get a like a zit i'm like it's my life day is ruined you know so you have so much empathy for patients wow
0: okay go ahead riley
3: as far as dermatology i would mm, i'll kiss it i'm keeping it on the table Mm -hmm. A lot
0: is, of kissing going
3: on. Over yeah. There. <laughs> something about, though, like gross things on the skin grosses me out a lot more than gross things like in the body. I think it's easier to see like open insides than it is to see like something gross on the skin. And I think it's because. You get to see like humanity when people like mm-hmm. like you see the human face and like there mm-hmm. also might be something gross on like the human itself. So I find that to be something that maybe pushes me away from it. But we're keeping it open. Maybe I'm not as grossed out as I think I am okay. at things.
0: Gonna be in an open relationship with all of these special. Yeah. Uh next one. Go ahead, Mallory. Wait, did you go? I'm sorry. It's your turn. Go ahead, Riley.
3: Um, I have to leave. <laughs> I apologize again. A meeting. I know I've got a meeting every week at one. So, okay. Mallory, you can go. Okay. And
0: That's fine. We'll miss you. It's my
2: fault. We'll it's one o three.
3: Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.
2: <laughs> Boob job. Plastic <laughs> surgery. I, That's not a specific disease. <laughs> no, all right.
0: I forgot to mention procedures, but. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Thank you. Loophole. Yeah, Loophole. yeah. That's why being a game designer is hard. Uh, all right. Well, well. Th- tell us what you feel th- thus far
2: about plastics. Um. I would seriously date plastic surgery I know that's mm. not an option but <laughs> <All right. laughs> I would you know I think that there's a lot of like that real... falls under
0: kiss that's
2: it's more I want a larger commitment than just a kiss oh okay. yeah yeah Ooh. Okay, I think okay. there's a lot of cool reconstructive stuff that you I don't think I like the cosmetic side I would like but the reconstructive stuff that you mm-hmm. can do is insane like the amount of stuff that you can do to a person's body to make everything fit when it's not supposed to is crazy <laughs> especially like here like uh, the farming accidents that the plastic surgeons get to see and like yeah. the we cool recon- yeah. like the cool stuff they can do to fix it like seems really awesome and it seems like a really cool way to like be really creative and do really like interesting stuff every day i don't again i've never done this i don't know i may get there and hate it but it sounds really cool as a concept to me
0: all right all right what do you what do you think uh There
5: are there are things about plastics that I don't know that I think would be interesting. I think it's a very interesting group of people that go into it. I don't think that it's for me. I think that I would put killing plastics on my on my on my list. Okay. What do you think? How
4: would Mary? Okay. I really okay. liked my when I was on surgery, I saw some plastic surgery and I totally agree with what Mallory's saying. And what good insight for an M1. You're absolutely right. They like really do some cool surgeries that are both like functional and can like really help people feel better about their body. I, I like what you said. I can't remember what you said. Make things fit with whatever you said was <laughs> great. But yeah, they really like it. they do a lot of like good they do obviously a good job. They have so much training, but they do a lot of like good, they really help people like functionally. Like I saw some like colorectal, like flap reconstructions. Mm -hmm. You can imagine it's like a very sensitive area and they do a lot of like, interesting like techniques to like help people you like, throw
5: in like burn everything. patients there too oh
4: yeah i they they're amazing i love it and I, I like that it's so intricate they like really like take their time i mean not that all surgeons don't but i think of all the surgical specialties they like really their procedures are very long and they take they go very slowly and like do a exceptional job and their closures are beautiful yeah i, I had I actually,
0: to uh when i was a young man i had a another aspect of my medical history that i'll bring out into the show i had hand surgery re- reconstructive hand surgery Oh really? Oh, wow. And uh, is that a plastics thing?
4: It depends on what you had, I think.
0: I mean, it can be, I yeah, think. yeah, be. yeah. I mean, I put my put my hand through a through a headlight in an in oh, an God. in an yeah. accident. Oh no! And yeah, so I I cut all the tendons and nerves. Is and that things. why you got the you got the? Yeah, I can't there. open my hand. Oh wow! No, okay. But uh, is that
5: a plastics thing? Is that a well, what probably is that? not
4: not ten- tendon things? Typically are not. I would guess maybe
5: Ortho. ortho. Yeah, I would go ortho. Yeah, yeah, you your guess hand. Ortho. And people,
2: okay, yeah, but those could be plastic surgeons, right? Like you can specialize in hand after plastic surgery. Yeah, you could. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: Well, I think I think all that's... I hope hope we've given our listeners something to go on when they're when they're uh, choosing a specialty someday (laughs) or thinking about that. I
4: wish, I wish this is like residency interviews. I wish this is how it was. <laughs> <laughs> Why is, should
5: I
0: not kill your
4: special? I, team? Recommend,
0: I recommend this as an exercise when you're, you know, in your third year <laughs> after you're done with core. Maybe
4: it's been very reflective. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. good. That's our show. Nanya, Mallory, Eric, Riley. Uh, thanks for being on the show with me today.
5: Thanks, Dave. Thank thanks, you. Dave.
0: And uh, what kind of skin tag would I be if I didn't thank you, Shortcoats, for making us a part of your week? If you're new here and you like what you heard today, follow the show wherever fine podcasts are available. Places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Uh, Our editors are Maddie Wallin and Nick Lind. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine, student government, and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our music is by Dr. Vox and Catmosphere. Don't let the bastards get you down. Talk to you in one week.